Well, thank you so much for joining us today on the Greg Rich Ministries podcast. We are really excited about our dear friend and guest today, Kara Morris. Thank you so much for joining us, Kara. Oh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And Kara, it has been, what was it, 10 years ago? Wow. Maybe yeah, literally. I think it was 10 yeah. years ago. We all went to Thailand together. It was my first mission trip. I think Tanner had thank been you. a couple times. Yeah. But Kara, I actually just saw you posted maybe a couple weeks ago or months ago yeah. about how that was like a, a trip that really marked you. And I can say the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's my first mission trip too. And it just totally changed my life. We had a big group too. It wasn't like a small trip. We had 25. I think there was- it was the most expensive trip too. Like the most expensive, <laughs> the longest. We got oh, stranded. So we had the most people, but it, it was a life-changing trip. For sure. I know even coming back, we were just talking about it, how uh, it was a, an adventure to try to get back to the States because all our flights got canceled. And that's one thing. And I know, Kara, I be- you took the mission school at Rama, correct? I did. I did. Yes. Graduated in 2013. Yeah. So you were the year before me. And I know one of the things that Joe, uh, Joe Dunnick always just hammered into us is be flexible. And Absolutely. Was, <laughs> we definitely learned even before taking the mission trip. But for those of you that are watching, we just want to let you know that Kara does have a podcast herself. It's an amazing podcast and you need to go check it out. It's called Words in Season and yeah. it's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, you can go find it. And Kara, is the best way for people to search the title or your name? What's the best um, way? You can, yeah, just Words in Season. You could do Kara Morris, but... There's actually other Kara Morris's, believe it or not. So words in season is the best way. That's awesome. And so we encourage all of you guys to go listen to that. I know it's going to be a, an amazing experience for all of you to tune into that podcast. And I think you, you post weekly or. Yep. yep. Every Thursday. Yep. Every Thursday. And that's great because we post every Friday. So go listen. We had Pastor Craig on here recently. He posts whenever he's available to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then we're, we're on Friday. Kara's on Thursday. So there's plenty of podcasts for you to go listen to. But Kara, you know, besides uh, Thailand, where we went to 10 years ago, I know you've gone to several different places. And even for your internship, when you were at Rama School World Missions, what was your internship like or where did you go? Yeah. So my internship was a little bit different. So I went to the Philippines, you know, in class, we get to choose our top three and all of my top three were in Latin America. Cause I was like, well, I know Spanish a little bit and I love uh, Hispanic foods and different than the culture. I was like, yeah, I'm going to South America. I'm going to Latin America. And I remember our teacher was like, Kara, you're going to the Philippines. And I was kind of the unique one. I went by myself. Most people go with a, uh, other people or a team. Um, that was the mission trip that year for all of the Rama students to go. So they stayed for the week. And then after they left, I stayed. And I remember the, the pastor that led the trip, he was like, it feels really weird leaving you in the Philippines by yourself. But Again, it was an amazing experience. The Philippines is a, a beautiful country, beautiful people. And I, I, I think it's really cool because obviously the Holy Spirit knows exactly what you need. That's exactly what I needed. I had never really spoken in front of people. And I preached more in that time that I was in the Philippines than I ever had in my entire life. I thought I was going to run out of things to say, 
But it turns out the Holy Spirit, he always has something to say and he wants to minister to his people. So it was a wonderful experience to learn how to yield to the Holy Spirit and just get yourself out of the way and what you think you can do. And it's amazing how he can use you. Yeah. And Kara, I know you, uh, you've been other places around the world as well. Um, I can tell you really do have a heart for the world. Um, I do. Here recently, you were in Finland, uh, correct? A few months back? Yeah, a few months back. So in February, um, went to Finland. So I came to Rama, had no idea that I would do like quote unquote ministry. I just came, I was that person that had graduated from college and I just wanted to come learn more about the Bible. And people in my church had always talked about Rama. No one in my family was in ministry. I I mean, people would ask me, so are you going to go get your master's or like, what are you, what is that for? Like no concept, even cause I'm from Oklahoma, but even in Oklahoma, people had no idea what Rama really was except for the Christmas lights. So it was a, a huge adventure for me of stepping out in faith and being like, okay, I just want to learn more about the Bible. And as I was here, I got connected with different people and different missionaries and um, the missionary that I, in the missions organization that I got hooked up with was in our prayer school. And it was a lady who I've been now working with for over 10 years. And because I've worked with her, she opened, um, she always has requests for people to ask her to come and teach, but she can't be everywhere at the same time. So she was like, Kara, I think you're ready. And let, let me just, this, if you're watching this, this is still 2021 and Europe is still much more closed than most of the world, or I guess a lot of the world is much more closed than Oklahoma, I should say. So um, I have this opportunity, um, my, um, the missionary I worked for, she said in December, she said, Kara, um, I'd like you to go and teach some classes for me in Finland in February. And I'm like, what? You know, your mind goes to, how is this even possible? You know, I, I, my natural regular job, I work retail. So that's like our inventory season. And then plus that you got COVID plus that you got like the money and everything like that. But what is incredible is literally when you take God at his word, he meets you. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I want to do it. It's something that's been in my heart. I wanted to, to teach more. I wanted to go more. And, um, so I said, yep, I'm going to do it. And I'm telling you what it was, it was a journey to get there, but God opened the doors. He provided every penny. And, and he also, of course, he provided the, all the things that I was supposed to say, I taught blood covenant and church administration. This was my first time ever teaching in a Bible school. And I was freaking out like, (laughs) oh my gosh, you know, the, the, if not even just the time, just the weightiness of like, these students are literally expecting, they're taking time out of their entire life, paying money, putting their kids in daycare, all of these different things so that I can talk to them about the Bible, but praise the Lord again, like I said, the Holy Spirit, he speaks through you. But um, it was, it was a journey of um, just stepping out on the promises of God and he, he's there. Those promises are true. So I had a question for you because I think it's interesting. You said the two topics that you just gave are not like the easiest topics to teach on. Probably you're like 
teach them blood covenant. You're like, oh Jesus. It's a huge <laughs> subject. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's huge. Yeah. And so many, you know, historical facts. You want to make sure you get all the lineage correct. I mean, we're teaching, you know, with fear and trembling, right? Like, cause what we teach these students, they they're eating this up just like when we were in school, right? So we want to make sure that it is um, you know, rightly divided word. So uh, yeah, but uh, I just was listening to a, a pastor the other night talking and he was like, you know, if God is really as good as he says he is, then we honor God with dreaming big. We need to dream bigger and not just playing it safe, you know, living a life of risk and stepping out for me, you know, for some people, maybe that wasn't that big of a risk, but for me having to ask off for an entire month of work, I literally left the day after inventory or the day before inventory, my boss let me go. She was like, yeah, I'll, you know, we'll work it out. You can go. And I mean, just even the journey to get there, they, lots of COVID tests along the way, praise the Lord. They were all negative. I took five. I mean, I was like, no one touch my nose, please. Like <laughs> just stay away. But it is, I mean, I was literally like the only person on the flight that wasn't military. That's how, and I was shaking when I gave the guy my papers, you know, because at that point he can still say no, he could have said no, because even though I had all the things that I was supposed to have and everything, it still wasn't up to me. And at that point, I mean, you literally are standing on the promises of God. And, and for me, the scripture, it was in Psalms 18 that just says that he makes my feet be placed in a wide place. You know, sometimes we say that it's like, we're stepping out onto this void of nothingness, but we're not. We're stepping out onto the promises of God, which are absolutely sure. And it just takes us taking the risk to, to step out and do it. Yeah. And Kara, you know, I have the honor of hearing you teach every few weeks um, in our school, the Bible class at Rama. Mm -hmm. You really are an excellent teacher. For those of you that have never heard Kara speak, she's an excellent teacher. So for you to say you were nervous, I know it's something <laughs> you've never taught before, but you really are a great communicator. And Praise so uh, we're definitely, you know, excited to just share with you some today. You know, something I was thinking about, God had you in a specific place and season mm -hmm. um, at the job that you work for you to actually be able and go to do what he had called you to do. And, you know, mm -hmm. I've heard you talk about that many times about the place that God has you and the mm -hmm. season that God has you in. Um, so are, is there anything on your heart with that um, just to share and encourage people that are listening? Absolutely. I mean, I, two things that were on my heart whenever we, um, you guys invited me to be on the podcast and just thinking about the influence that the Lord has placed in your life. And I was just thinking about the people that would be listening. And in my heart, the first thing that I wanted to talk about was that it's not too late. Romans eleven twenty nine. it says that right? The gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. You know, sometimes I think people could even look at you guys and they think like these two young guys, I mean, they got it all together, right? They're married. He just started a new gym. They have great jobs. They're in ministry. And they think like, maybe I missed the boat. I didn't get to Rama on time. I didn't get to Bible school. I, I think my time has passed or they think that it's, you know, I messed up. And so that's it. But that's not, that's not right. Like God's calling on whoever is listening, God's calling on your life is without repentance. And he wants you to step into that place. And it's not up to you to choose where that place is. It's up to him. All we have to do is say yes. And really, 
it's just a matter of he's got a he's got a better plan than we do and it's just a matter of trust and then the other thing that was on my heart was to not be afraid to be different i'm telling you what if that doesn't preach i don't know what will (laughs) it's just blessing me just thinking about it like i was reading um in first samuel um just a couple of days ago about how you know, Israel at that time, they were like, we want a king, God, we want a king, we want to be like the other nations. And I feel like even as Christians, it's so easy to fall into that trap. One of the biggest things that I know that I wasted time whenever I was in Bible school was trying to figure out where I fit. You know, my missionary journey looks so different from anybody else. I know that I'm called to missions. I know that I'm called to the nations, but my if you would look at it naturally, it looks so different from anybody else. I didn't just, I mean, I thought at one point I did, I gave everything I owned away in 2015 and I moved to another country. I thought I was going to be gone forever. And then three months later, guess who comes home? Me. It was an extremely humbling experience. And now I can look back and I'm so grateful for that because I needed that. I needed that time um, of reevaluating really who was God in my life. Is it me? or is it really God? Is it missions? Is missions the God in my life? Or is God really the God of my life? You know, ministry, is that the goal or is it God? You know, so um, just knowing that the place that God has for you, it doesn't look like anybody else. And that's okay. I mean, your lives, you're, you know, your parents were in ministry and I'm sure that's something that you have constantly, you know, been dealing with your whole life is, what do do I do what my dad does or do I do what my mom does or do I do what the family does? Am I just a preacher just because that's what they do? But it's that gift and calling that's in your heart that you can't get away from. Like, and that's how you know that it's God is it's always there. You know, I, I feel like the call of God for me and I think of it as an echo, like whatever God is saying, that is what's echoing in my heart. Like, God's heart is seek and save. And that's my heart is seek and save. And whatever his, I just know, you know, whatever he is saying, it's echoed in in my heart. And I feel like that's what the call of God is. And it's going to look different in everybody's life. So, and it doesn't have to be this grand movie production that we think of, you know, it's It's usually not. Yeah. (laughs) We're ready and available. Whatever you need. Amen. So it's so true. And I think sometimes I've even heard somebody say that, you know, ministry sometimes looks like a broom or a mop. It doesn't, you know, sometimes we have these ideas in our head of ministry is going to be me preaching in front of this huge crowd of people. And there's going to be hundreds of people saved, but ministry can literally be you serving in whatever local church you're in. So if you're listening and you're like, I don't feel called to missions. That's okay. Wherever you are, you're Mm -hmm. in that place for a reason. And whatever you put your hand to is an area of ministry that you can serve in. But, you Mm -hmm. know, Kara, I wanted to ask you, you know, you, you had mentioned there was a time in 2015 where you, you thought, you know, this was the direction I'm supposed to go. And then Mm -hmm. it didn't work out the way maybe you thought, but Mm -hmm. in those times where you could in the natural look like, man, I'm, I'm discouraged or not how it is. How did you, you know, kind of get yourself into the right place mentally to where you Mm -hmm. could keep going forward from that position you were in? Absolutely. Well, I will tell you that a huge part of my still following the plan of God in my life is like you said, the local church, 
staying planted in the local church that God has called you to. I do believe that God calls you to a local church. It's not just what you get to choose on based on if you like the music or whatever, you know, God does call you to a local church. And then the second thing is having mentors and leaders in your life. You know, I remember there was a speaker that came into our third year missions class and she said, she said, find someone who is doing what your dream is and serve them. And really at that point, you're not just going to copycat and do exactly what they do, but what it is, it's giving you an opportunity, like you said, to put your hand to something. And for me, having a leader and a mentor in my life to say, Kara, you know, get, get focused back on what is really important here. Like, what are you focused on? Um, Quit focusing on yourself. I mean, I went through honestly, like that 2015 to 2016 year, it was a daily fight because, you know, you see all the, you know, being at a church like Rama, you see all these people, they're gone. They're on the mission field. They're, you know, hey, this is what missions is supposed to look like. Why not me? You know, and you're comparing that. That was the danger. I was comparing myself, but having the local church to feed me the word of God, having a place to plug into and then having a mentor in your life that, hey, Kara, you need to quit focusing on yourself. It's not about you and feeling sorry for yourself. It's about who God is in you and that he can take you to a higher place. And that really, and now I can see it was devastating at the time, but now I can see that's exactly what I needed. It was exactly what I needed. Yeah. Getting plugged in is huge. Um, I say this a few times, Kara, it happened. This example happened for me and it happened for you. I know it's happened for Josh as well, but I didn't never wanted to go to school, the Bible. That was no. just, I, w- I was like, ah, I'm good. I'll just go to church on Sunday at 10 a.m. Yeah. That school, the Bible thing's weird. And then there was just <laughs> something on the inside of me that said, you need to start going. And when, initially when I went, it was just to go. I wasn't yeah. trying to be involved in any way. It was just to mm-hmm. go and hear the word. And I had to humble myself. And Absolutely. really in doing that, God has through Kara, through your ministry, through Jeremiah, through other people, God has blessed me in many, many ways, just from humbling myself and getting plugged in. And I know the same has happened for you at Synergy. Um, it's happened Absolutely. for a lot of different people, but just humbling yourself, not, not mm-hmm. caring about what it looks like from the outside, uh, mm-hmm. not your preconceived notions on what this is going to be. But if, if God has something in the local church that you can get involved in, get involved in. Um, Absolutely. Part of that because he can minister through anybody. He can use anybody yeah. to speak to you and you don't even know what you need, uh, but he knows mm-hmm. you're plugged in. That's so true. Yeah. I mean, honestly, whenever I got involved, when I came back, because I had to start all over again, all my friends were gone, all the people I knew were gone because it's a, it's a student church, you know, people come and go. And I started going to the young adults groups and I thought these people are weird or you, you know, you believe all these lies. The devil makes it so subtle. He makes you think that there it's, this is actually your idea, but whenever you praise the Lord, have the word of God, that it is the entrance of his word that brings light. Mm. You see it in the true light. And I see all these lies that I believed. I believed I was too old. I believe these people, all these people were weird. I believed and then I, I, I thought I needed to go to another church. I, th- I thought, so I went to one service of another church in town, amazing churches, right? In, in Tulsa and Broken Arrow area, yeah. nothing wrong with them. But I went to a New Year's Eve service and I remember distinctly, like the guy played one chord on the guitar and I was like, oh my gosh, it's not Rama that needs to change. 
it's me that needs to change. <laughs> like I had blamed all these people and all these things of what was I thought was wrong. And really, like you said, I just needed to plug in to where God had called me. I moved and changed my entire life not to float from church to church, not to be a flake, uh, you know, and just not go to church anymore. Cause that's what I felt like doing. I was like, forget it. I'm done with this Bible school thing. I'm done. But God called me to be plugged in. And I'm so grateful for yeah. people that came around me and encouraged me and people don't even know to encourage you unless you're there. Right. Like, that's so, so true. And there's times I think that people are wondering, why does no one recognize my gift? Why is no one recognizing my ability to teach and be an amazing person? But the reality is, is that, you know, and I think that's a question people have is like, where is my place? Because sometimes mm. you have to find your spot. But yeah. one thing I found, if you don't know where your place is, find where there's a need. Absolutely. And, and insert yourself into that need, even if that's not where you're going to spend the rest of your years or the rest of your life, if there's a need and you can recognize it in your local church, fill that need, be that person that can be uh, reliable, be that person that they can count on because mm -hmm. whenever you're that person, then you're going to just allow God to open other doors for you. And he'll know that if you are reliable in that area, you're going to be reliable in the other area. And Absolutely. so I love what you said about how it's not always a church that needs to change, but it's ourselves. And it's a heart condition. And so yeah. I'd Absolutely. love for you to share, you know, you, you, we all have great plans for our lives. So what we think is <laughs> how things are going to end out, end up. And then, you know, what was it like for you to say, you know, I thought this was how it was going to look. It didn't look, it didn't turn out the way I thought, but I'm still following the plan for, of God for my life. What is that like for you on an everyday basis and, and praying that out and living that out? <laughs> I mean, like you said, it's being plugged into a, a local church. That is a huge thing, you know, making sure that you're staying in the word. I mean, I feel like really within the past two years, maybe even three years, it's just been like this the breakthrough for me of realizing it's not about what I'm doing in the sense of like, that's what is pleasing to God. But even though God is pleased by our faith as we're stepping out, but this whole thing is about relationship. He just wants us to know him. Yeah. He just wants to spend time with us. He doesn't care if I ever go on another mission trip. He doesn't care if I ever give another offering. Those things and getting to know him motivates me to do those things. But I think in, in my time in Bible school with life happening and everything, there's so much going on and there's so many um, different voices that you're hearing and people that you're seeing and comparing yourself you forget the whole reason why I came yeah. to know him. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I came to know him and I wanted to know him better. I, I had this craving and this desire in my heart. So in the past like three years, as I, I feel like I've, you know, really purposed to let all this other stuff go, preconceived ideas of what the plan was going to look like and just trusting him. It's amazing how, that weight is lifted. Yeah. You know, I don't, it's not my life. It's not my burden. It's not my plan. So God, if this fails, it's, it's, it's yeah. not me. It's, you know, and I know that you don't fail, so it's going to be fine. You know, just resting in him and trusting in him, you know, really um, something that the Lord spoke to my heart recently was 
um, the phrase discipline allows you to be present mm -hmm. and just spending time in him it does take discipline but it changes your whole life your whole perspective the way you work the way you talk the way you everything eat everything right yeah. so when i've disciplined that's a huge part of what has changed in the past three years I had to go to bed earlier. Tanner talks about this in School of the Bible. Going to bed earlier, waking up earlier, drinking your water. Like super simple things like that, but it makes a huge difference in your life. And it allows you to be present in your prayer time, right? So you're not falling asleep in your prayer time or so that you're not skipping out on church because you stayed up too late. Like I've had to say no to so many things because guess what? Saturday night, I don't stay out late because I want to be present in church on Sunday morning because I don't just do this church thing to get a gold star. I do this church thing because I came to hear from heaven. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I came to school the Bible to hear what Tanner or Jeremiah or someone else has to say. I, I even, I told a friend, I was like, I don't know if this is cheesy, but I want to go to graduation I don't really even know anyone. I know people that are graduating, but not well, but I just want to be in church. Yeah, I just want to hear from heaven. And I'll tell you, I went to graduation and I heard what I, just what I needed. And that's a huge part of this whole, like, like you said, knowing your plan or knowing God's plan is desire. You just, he, he just wants you to desire him. He just wants you to rearrange your life so that you put him first. And then his plan seems so good. And then it's so clear because all you want is him, just like a romantic relationship, right? I mean, you, you guys put everything on hold when you were like going out with your honeys and everything. You put everything on hold. Everything else can wait. But it's with God, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that has been a huge thing of like, even in the church, there's persecution when you get on fire for the Lord. So true. And I think... Yeah. Something I really love that you said was just focusing on spending your time with God. And there was something God told me one time. He said, I care more about the time you spend with me than anything that you'll do for me. Amen. And that Amen. was like an eye opener. Like, wow, all these things I'm trying to prove, almost prove myself yeah. to God. Like, look at what I can do for you. Look at this gifting and how I'm using it mm. for you. And he's just saying, listen, if none of that ever gets seen, if Amen. no one ever notices anything, the time that you spend with me is the most important thing that you can do. Amen. And so it doesn't matter who notices you. It doesn't matter what your title, what your position is, whether you're apostle, pastor, prophet, teacher, mm -hmm. evangelist, no matter who you are, you are a believer in Jesus. Yeah. And if you, if you are in a relationship with Jesus, then you have a purpose. And Amen. that's to know him. Amen. We, we have a position in the body of Christ on a daily basis and a purpose, and that is to get to know Jesus more. And like Kara, like you said, that takes discipline, and that mm -hmm. takes discipline in terms of me getting into the Word for myself. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, you guys both are, are ministering. We're church kids. We get it. You know, yeah. it takes discipline. Yeah. We know a lot here. Know you know, so much. And you know, you guys, we can. It's so easy to rely on. Other going people. to school, the yeah. Bible, going yep. to church on Sunday, going to yep. prayer school, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, yep. you know, I can let somebody else download it for me. I can <laughs> enter in. Lay hands on me. Yeah. yeah. Just coach <laughs> through the rest of the week. But yeah. they're never going to sustain me in, in terms of real growth. Oh, yeah. Amen. So I wanna... Yeah. I mean, that's 
that's what I was, I told the students this, that were in school of the Bible, that between my first and second year at Rama, I had like a identity crisis or like a culture mm-hmm. shock because I was getting spoon fed the word for mm-hmm. nine months out of the year. And then that five days a week and that stopped. And yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. What's going on? What's different? Did this yeah. guy change? What happened? <laughs> so it was just, yeah. I had to learn to be disciplined myself. And it's not that I never read the word before, but I had to learn how to spend time with him myself. Like you yeah. said, position myself so that I can receive from him. And I, yeah. I love what you said about Saturday night, not staying so out. True. So that you're actually not just checking a box that you went to church, but you were uh-huh. actually there. You yeah. were there receiving. And I think that that happens a lot just in life. Mm-hmm. Um, we allow things that don't matter to creep in and hinder us from actually being present or being at our best because that's what god has called us to be the best that we can be for everybody around us amen amen absolutely so Kara, we wanted to ask you before we we end today what what do you and i i feel like we're i don't want to contradict everything we said but we also (laughs) know that god has great things for you to do in the future and so I know that you're teaching in the the school of the Bible and you're also working with some missionaries here, but do you have any plans uh, of next places that you're going or anywhere that you have on your your mind or your heart? I mean, to be honest, I, it's kind of like whenever I was in, in, uh, in mission school, like I just said, Lord, just buy me a plane ticket and I'm gone. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I know that I know for this season, like you said, I, I mean, I check in with the Lord, of course, like we all do. And I'm like, is it time yet? Is it time yet? Is it time yet? Because, man, I'll tell you, I've left jobs when I shouldn't have. I've moved when I shouldn't have and stuff like that. So like in this season, I feel like I'm in learning how to be patient. I'm learning, which is praise the Lord, right? It's a great thing to learn. Um just, I know like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like, I know that my job is where I'm supposed to be. Rama is where I'm supposed to be. The, when I, when I graduated from Rama, the two things I knew is the Lord spoke to my heart that I was supposed to stay at Rama and serve the missionary I served. And in all the things that have changed and all the things that have gone differently in my life and everything, those are the two consistents. And it's, I mean, I moved here in 2010 and, you know, Sometimes you're, I'm like, Lord, am, am I, you know, am I a slow learner? Like I'm trying to learn quickly because I'm supposed to leave. Right. I mean, but again, that's our thinking and our little mind, but for now, I mean, for now, I know that I'm supposed to be planted here and, you know, as the Lord leads, I mean, like I said, you give me a plane ticket, Lord, you give me the green light. And I, I people would ask if I had a specific country on my heart, you know, when I was in mission school. And I don't, I mean, at the world, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I just, especially right now, right? I mean, there's so many countries that it's heartbreaking to see the state of the world. And to our surprise, somehow we're surprised it's getting worse. You know, there's wars, there's pandemics, there's famine, there's disease. But the amazing part is that we have the hope and we have the answer. So, so good. let's yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> let's do this. Like this, you know, like this, we can do this. Praise the Lord, we can do this. I'm so thankful for technology because we've been able to have conversations with people around the world and maintain relationships with with people that we haven't been able to before. But I love what you were saying because what you're saying is my heart is in a position of availability. 
God, Amen. whatever you want me to do, wherever you want me to go, not only that, but when you want me to go. Yeah. Amen. If you want me to stay right now, I will say. If you want me to go, yeah. you know, I will go. No matter what it looks like to me, to anybody else, no Amen. matter how, what my plan was, whatever your mm-hmm. plan is, that's what I want in my life. And so, Kara, it's been awesome to talk to you. And we just want to encourage all of you that are listening, Words in Season, go search it on all of the different podcast platforms, yeah. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, go listen to it. I know it's going to be a blessing. And Kara, you have some guests on, but it's it's a lot of yeah. talking about your yourself and just kind of give people an expectation of what they can expect. Yeah. So um, I started Words in Season. It was just in my heart that I... Um, you know, you kind of have to get over yourself and you have to believe that, no, God has put a gift in me. You know what? And um, so I just had it in my heart that I wanted to teach more and I wanted to share the word more. And I um, had it in my heart to start a podcast because it's free. You know, it's pretty easy to do. Praise the Lord. I heard, I remember hearing like, these are the digital roads. People were talking about how these are the roads into these nations that we don't necessarily get to go into right now. So I was like, okay, that sounds good. I'm going to be a digital missionary. Let's do this. And so Words in Season is about 15 to 20 minutes, and it's more like a daily devotional. And whatever the Lord has for, um, for you, I know that my, my tagline is that every time you tune in, that Jesus has a word in season for you. And it's amazing how um, God has touched people in different places. I've had testimonies from overseas. And even just getting to see, you know, in the demographics, seeing the countries that listen, it just blesses your heart to know that God, this is the far above anything that we can ask, hope, dream, or imagine. I don't know anybody in Denmark yet. I don't know anyone in India yet, but God, you know, he takes this and he ministers to people. So it's like a 15 minute devotional um, while you're driving to work, while you're getting ready for the uh, morning, something to, to, to bless you and to minister to you. Yeah, everybody, please go check out Words in Season podcast. And, you know, all of us, we've all been on a team before. We've worked on a team. We've played a sport on a team where somebody is selfish and they make it about them. And it Mm -hmm. is horrible to be on that team because it's it's hard. But one thing I just want to say about you, Kara, you're awesome to have on the team in the body of Christ because you don't make it about you. You're selfless and you are just a great team member to have. So we are happy that you are on our team. Um, and we just want to encourage everybody, please go check out her podcast. Um, let the gift of God inside her minister to you. Um, and so we thank everybody for joining today and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Kara. Bye. Thank you. Bye.